The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pixies Podcast, CBS Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is currently Monday, September 27th. You may be listening on Tuesday, September 28th. You can watch this show on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six. We're live after every primetime game. And, you know, usually there's three of us here, but it's an Eagles game. So look who stepped into the studio it appears based on his background that he likes Penn State. And it appears based on his face that he was <laughs> lost. Uh, as, as Wilson said before 41. the podcast, Debo had to quickly get down all his Eagle stuff and put up his Penn State stuff after that embarrassment. I wish I still cared about how Micah Parsons played because I could take mm. some pride in that. Uh, but I don't care anymore. And mm. I'm, I'm not happy. Uh, yeah, that's something to be happy about. What, all right, so what would – okay, so Wilson's here, Breach is here, Debo's here. There is some chatter about a fourth super friend. And we hire a new producer. I don't know. It would, it would send the podcast off the rails. Can't have that happen. But I am curious, Debo, what, what is your biggest complaint about the Eagles? Because if, if I were picking one, by the way, it would be Nick Sirianni's play calling. That's that's way up there. I think just the undisciplined play is up there as well. Um, a couple of blockers downfield, holding after holding, which I, I think all falls under Sirianni. Um, in addition to the play calling, I mean, Miles Sanders had had two carries for 27 yards, and they never ever went back to him. I know they were down, they were trailing, but there was no effort to reestablish the run. Kellen Moore looks like a genius tonight. Nick Sirianni completely, completely outcoached and still probably uh, Mike McCarthy made some even more questionable decisions. It didn't hurt the Cowboys, but we'll, we'll talk about McCarthy. But Sirianni is up there. Jalen Hurts played really, really bad. Mm. Um, that's not, for me, not an indictment on his future. You're not switching to Joe Flacco or Gardner Minshew <laughs> like some people will call for. I'm, I'm, I don't think that Jalen Hurts can't be a starter in this league. I don't think Nick Sirianni can't coach, but these guys have, have a long way to go. That is a, a ringing endorsement. That's a frank assessment. I will, I will say that on the, on the, um, the pregame gambling show, and Sully ended up being correct. The move was to take the Cowboys. Over hit, Cowboys won. What Cowboys was that, final won. line? Uh, final, final for the over. 
the the spread? I think it was three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Cover, did Cowboys, the, uh, did the Eagles? Oh, the Eagles didn't cover. Okay. No, they lost by twenty. I'm kidding. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. sorry. Um, <laughs> Debo, the but the way Debo described it was, you, very typical optimistic Debo. I yeah. think the Eagles can win this. But if you are a longtime listener to this podcast, and you heard Debo talking. You should have bet the Cowboys. Like I changed my pick and my picks pulled to the Cowboys after Debo. Debo's like, look, you know, I, anything can happen. Sure, these injuries are a problem. I'm not sure what's going to go on. It, it that was a that was an ass kicking man. And this this division, we we're all on the Washington football team going in. Yeah. And I don't think Mike McCarthy's a good coach. And there's no chance the Cowboys will win a Super Bowl with him. Mm-hmm. But the Cowboys look like clearly the best team in the NFC East, right? Yeah. And here's the thing, and I don't want to take any away from Cowboys fans. They should enjoy this because this was a thorough um, butt kicking. It's part of the game reminded me of what happened to Justin Fields on Sunday and that J- Jalen Hurst didn't have a chance. He did make some mistakes, and Debo and I were talking about it before the podcast. Uh, the RPO stuff where he held the ball too long and let his offensive lineman get 12 yards down the field. That can't happen. I'm assuming they talked about that at some point. But he was also running for his life, taking hits. Uh, the first interception was not great. Uh, it was, you know, wildly, wildly underthrown. But the Cowboys, Micah Parsons is legit. The issue with Micah Parsons coming out was some maturity issues early on in his Penn State career. I think he threw Debo into a locker and didn't let him out. I but, that. Yeah, it's not a – I mean, the guy can play. And sometimes yeah, – he's, he's good. You know, if he keeps his nose clean, metaphorically, stays on the short and narrow – the straight and narrow, then he's absolutely worth wherever they took him in, in the draft. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence suffered a IR level injury, and Michael Parsons just sliding down to defensive end. Dude, hey, free. move over there and do that. Yeah, okay, okay. Maybe you rush the passer and play a completely different position than anything you ever played. <laughs> Hasn't played defensive end since high school. But what I do want to say, Dak Prescott is awesome. He he's Jerry Jones should pay him more, even though he waited two years to pay him what he paid him. But I will say this, and you sort of hinted at it, Debo and Brinson. Uh, My issue with the Cowboys coming into the season was Dak Prescott's health, the defense, and Mike McCarthy. My biggest concern right now is Mike McCarthy. Oh, 100%. They will win. They could win 11 games. They are going going to lose in the playoffs because of some dumb decision that Mike McCarthy makes because he refuses to change. 100%. This team is offensively very good. Defensively, Defensively, they have time from... Well, defensively, they've climbed from bottom of the barrel to either somewhere either average, below average, or just above average. But that's all they need. They don't that's need to be they great need. defensively. Right. I mean, and, I would say they're above average. Yeah. I mean, you look at the turnovers they forced tonight. You can put them on Hurts for throwing bad interceptions, but you can't keep uh, not giving the Cowboys credit for tor- turnovers they're forcing. I mean, I think they, they are tied with the Saints for the best turnover di- differential in the NFL after three weeks, which is insane to think about because this was literally one of the one or two worst defenses in the league last year. And it's amazing what Dan Quinn has done. You know, Brinson, you were talking about yesterday how you felt like you were a year off on your Steelers prediction because you predicted them to finish it. Uh, you were a year off on our Cowboys prediction. Right. And I had the Cowboys in the Super Bowl last year because right. I thought they were going to play like this. And, you know, I think Dan Quinn has been kind of the uh, cog, the, the missing piece that they needed because oh. maybe he can go in. He's a former head coach. He can go into the coaches meeting today and be like, look, Mike, you botched the halftime. Peyton Manning's freaking calling yeah, you out on national right. television. Uh, no, no, we can't have things like that when these games are closer. Hey, hey listen, Mike, I think I know a thing or two about closing out games. Why, <laughs> why, but, no, but, you know, we had um Sam Monson and C. Palazzo on uh, 
the PFF guys before the season during analytics week. And I can't remember if it was Sam or Steve, but I think it was Steve. One of them said, when you have a scheme change, the analytics say that there is, it's sort of like the dead cat bounce where you have the scheme change and the, everything improves because you know, if somebody gets fired, everyone tries harder at their job and there's a new scheme change. Everybody's trying to buy in. You want, you want the new coach to like you. You want the new coach to want to play you. You want, you want to be, you you're looking for more money for the organization. And I, I think that's kind of happening with Dan Quinn. He's doing a good job calling, you know, calling, calling defenses for the Cowboys. And they, they were minus 150 to win the division going into this weekend. Or into this week, I guess, or whatever. And that's easy money. <laughs> well, now they're probably minus two fifty. At least. By the way, Dan Quinn is a perfect example, at least over three weeks of, of the Peter principle. The Peter principle is you're you're so successful at your job, you can get promoted to a job that you have no business having. Um, and, and I think we had that conversation a lot about coordinators who go to head coaches. I mean, he's very close to winning a Super Bowl, though. But my point is that head coaching is a completely different animal than being a coordinator. And sometimes, sure. if you stay in your lane. That's that's okay. You don't have to be a head coach just because that's what someone says is the the pinnacle of success, quote unquote. You can like Josh McDaniels, like four times he decided he was going to be a head coach for fifteen minutes. He said, "You know what? I'm going to go back to New England, stay in my lane, let Bill do the heavy lifting, and I'll just reap the benefits of being a really good offensive coordinator." So, can Sean McVay do it? Can Kyle Shanahan do it? Yes, Sean Payton. But that doesn't mean everyone else can do it. And I think that maybe that's that's a good lesson. Dan Quinn, um, can, who, can you bet on? The Cowboys losing in the playoffs to yes. due to a Mike McCarthy bad yes, decision. Hundred yes. percent. Like I want, I want, I just want to, I want to parlay. I guess it would have to be like minus eight hundred money, but it's Bucks, no, no, it's, it's minus eight hundred. 49ers. They would have to like Packers. outline the rules of what. Ooh, can I bet on him losing with a miserable coaching decision to his old team? Well, here's the crazy thing: is that look, the Cowboys just won a game by 20 points, and we are talking about Mike McCarthy watching. <laughs> The end of the first half. And I think it's a fair criticism because, look, he did this in every single game they played. The Buccaneers game, remember he tried that 60-yard field goal with 20 seconds left. And That's then the, and, he played for a 50 Well, well hold on. I'm getting to that game. I'm starting with week one here. So that was a brain-dead decision awesome, okay. that you don't make. You try a 60-yard field goal when there's one second left on the clock and the other team's not going to get the ball. They missed that. Tampa got a shot at, at another play, but they didn't score, uh, so it didn't blow back in his face. And then week two, which you're about to mention, Brenton, is that they almost blew the end of the game because Mike McCarthy's time management, this is like Brenton trying to read a calendar. You know, Sometimes he doesn't know what day it is. McCarthy yeah. never knows what day it is. He doesn't know what month it is. He has yeah. no idea what's going on with these Preach. clock management situations at the end of the half. Do you know what happened last week with the clock management of the Chargers game? Mike McCarthy said after the game, Kellen Moore couldn't see the the the, the shot the, clock the, the, the video board because it was blocked by a camera guy. You you literally have forty people working for you sitting in all parts of the stadium. You're telling me that it came down to four foot eight Kel- Kellen Moore not being able to see the clock and your offensive coordinator who was like focusing yeah, on calling plays heels, to man. get you downfield uh, has other things to focus on besides where the the, the, the play clock's at. I like, think next uh, sabbatical for Mike McCarthy, he should practice sprinting all over the field so he gets every angle of the clock. He knows what's going on. Blow the whistle, do five push-ups, call a timeout, just do things to get yourself prepared. <laughs> Listen, uh, the other thing, the other thing is like, and this is so stupid and not at all like really football related, but uh my my buddy Nathan is always on to these, you know, a little bit of red flags. Mike McCarthy wore a giant windbreaker to Tampa Bay and was just rip like just dripping sweat. It's just that th- there's a certain 
lack of preparation angle. If you go to Tampa Bay in Florida and wear a giant windbreaker and you weigh 200 something pounds and you're going to run around at the sidelines, I think that's just somebody who's not prepared. I would, I, I would bet a large sum of money that he lost his luggage. Like he left it back at his house. He forgot to take it with him. So that's all that the equipment guy had. So he had to wear a big park out there because he, otherwise he's naked underneath the, like breaches for every show. My, By man, the way, my, man, my man lived in Green Bay forever. He's just like, I just coached in windbreakers. He just had a damn face. By the way, Bree, uh, Brinson, read this, read this comment from, from Devin Latimer. It's, it's, it's actually spot on. I love how he's made. Oh, this, this is fair. I love how he's made all these mistakes and literally none of them backfire so far. LOL. I just hope it stays that way. And so this is this is kind of the crux of the analytics coaching argument. You cannot be about results. You cannot be results-oriented. If you continue to make bad decisions over and over again, eventually those bad decisions will bite you in the ass. You need to have a good process. And Okay, let me ask you this. Sell me, any one of you, on why he stood there like a statue with a minute to go. At halftime? Yeah, and just they're selling it. it. Debo, De- are there, here's the sell. Debo, as an Eagles fan, were you like fist pumping as he's just, yeah, you're like, this guy's not calling. I was, I was shocked. And and the fact that the Eagles were getting the ball, they right. were down by 13 yes. points. And, you know, Jalen Hurts ends up throwing the, the pick six, his, his receiver trips, but something different happens there. His receiver doesn't trip. It's not a pick six. The Cowboys were still winning this game. Like you said, you can't just base it off the results. The Cowboys were the better team tonight. They deserved to win. It was always going to be a blowout, but you can't risk it in those situations when you get to play better teams and, and God forbid the playoffs. If, if that's the Buccaneers or the Rams or somebody like that, they are like – you have to take that extra possession and try to go score and stomp with their throat. Just go, now again, he was right. Oh, I have multiple golf pencils in my hand. He was right in the sense that they won by twenty points. His result was correct, but Mike McCarthy's process is identical to his process from Green Bay, which led to three of the worst, most painful playoff losses you will ever see. And I would venture a guess. I, I think Dallas is I was we were wrong about Nick Sirianni and the Eagles. We got we got week one's a lie and we got tricked by the Falcons defense. The Eagles are not good. No, don't say we. I, I wasn't sold on the Eagles. I, okay, think, I got tricked. Sorry. I don't know where Breach was. I, I understand defense. I picked the Cowboys by double digits. It was, it was the lock of the week. I just gotta think what Giants fans are feeling right now, though. Cause they still feel terrible. That's not good. Giants fans, feel- the Giants are miserable. So, Washington's defense is bad. I mean, me, I think this division, I thought it was going to always come down to the final week of the season. There would be teams. It still might. It might. Hey, it might. Yeah. But there's a chance this could be three or four game runaway for the Cowboys. That feels that's, more likely. That's how I feel, too. But that, so it, we've been we've been dumping on Mike McCarthy. But I don't think it's wrong. We've been dumping on Mike McCarthy and understand what's up. They won by 20 points. As you mentioned, they, they blew the doors off the Eagles. Uh, you mentioned it a little bit, Debo, but I'm strolling through the old Twitter machine here, and uh, you mentioned Nick Sirianni didn't do a great coaching job. He was actually outcoached, according to you, which is a sad day for hey, Nick hey, Sirianni. Wilson, question for you. Do, can you. If you can answer this trivia question, I'll give you $2. Awesome. $2 bill. That's all I accept. In Thomas Jefferson. Well, I have a $2 bill in my office. Oh, there um, you go. What do you got? Did the Eagles have more or less – than 11 rushing attempts. Actually, no, don't answer that. You gotta give me the exact number of rushing attempts for the Eagles, and I'll give you two bucks. Nine. No, not Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts rushing attempts don't count. 
What? You can't just add in arbitrary rules after the fact. All right, take away Jalen Hurts rushing attempts. Two. Six. Three. Oh, I get a dollar. I get the other dollar. I'll send you a dollar. No breach, you get nothing. So Nick Sirianni said after the game that the quote-unquote chart told him to punt on the two fourth and fives. Cowboys territory in the first half. What, what chart? chart you, like, who made the chart? Mike chart? McCarthy? Mike McCarthy. It was a Mike McCarthy chart. <laughs> yeah, I heard Mike McCarthy. As Do you agree with that, Debo? <laughs> Do you agree with the two punts on fourth and five? Uh, the one before half was a little trickier for me. I always like being aggressive. It's what I love so much about Doug Peterson to bring up his name. But I don't know. I, I thought potentially in that situation, the way the Cowboys were playing in the first half, don't give them good field position. You're getting the ball after half, reset at halftime. That one, I didn't want to be scared of it, but I was I was more okay with that one. I mean, Tim it started interception, punt, punt, punt. Oh boy, Tim McManus tweeted also uh, as I scroll through these. The Eagles have set a record for the most penalties through the first three games of a season. That's embarrassing, wildly frustrating. Yeah, yeah, that That's... that that more than the punting, and you you sort of parse the punting, but the penalties. At some point, you got to you you guys. This isn't high school. This isn't like August practice in high school for JV. This is three weeks in after. You've been practicing for a month and a half. 13 what, for 86 is What are we doing? Bad. What are we doing? Why you got to throw JV high school teams under the bus, man? <laughs> and you're not even they giving call for penalties? Yeah, you're not even giving Jalen Hurts a chance. He he wasn't good, but you're you're not giving him right. a chance. But, but they weren't it, it it was like it was similar I thought to what the Bears did against the Browns. You know what I mean, we you know what the score is, right? You're going into Dallas. You're playing a high octane offense and it's going to put up 28 points. You're not you're not stopping them from putting up four touchdowns, right? I, I think we can all agree on that. You have to have an offense designed to accentuate Jalen Hurts' skill set. Don't make well, Jalen Hurts. And there was issues with his accuracy. His touch has been an issue. I don't think so far people are saying arm strength. I think it's just more touch on deep balls, decision yeah. making. His arm strength is fine. But that, right, that first interception was not great. The second one, I love that he went to the Devontae Smith and said, what happened? He goes, I fell down. But that's not why he threw the interception, my man. He threw it right to him. Trevon Diggs made a fantastic play. That was, that was getting picked probably either way. I don't know if it would be a pick six either way, but right. it's rough. He's throwing behind people, above. The accuracy is, is something that we thought we could count on a little bit more and, and hasn't necessarily been there since the Falcons. So, Debo, uh, my latest mock draft comes out tomorrow. The Eagles have back-to-back picks. They don't have the Colts pick just yet. And they're all both in the top 10. Are you they taking need, a quarterback? It's Carson Wentz ASAP. <laughs> that could happen. Are you it's taking a quarterback? Two I top 10 picks? Ryan, I'm not ready to answer that question. I do not want to give up on Jalen Hurts. Okay. I mean, certainly it's it's a big question in the offseason, but if things trend this way, it's it's a slam dunk yes. Oh, okay. So if Jalen Hurts has four more games like this, then you got some questions. Yeah, well, I now, think- the, now the other side of this argument too is, you know, before you're, I mean, certain people in this podcast, obviously not me, were saying that Sam Howell was great. <laughs> I mean, my Jonah Hill gift. Yeah. You might like a Carson Strong pick. Here's a here's a little sneak peek. I have two quarterbacks going in, in the first round of my mock draft tomorrow. Neither of them is named Spencer or Sa- or uh, Sam. Carson Strong and uh, Ritter. No, I like Ritter, but no, uh, Matt Corral. Oh, Ole the Miss. Ole Miss guy. Yeah, he's intriguing. Look, I, AKA the minus one twenty Heisman guy. Oh, nice. I think Devontae Smith is going to have a super successful career in Philadelphia. But I like him when the Eagles traded up 
the number one person that I wanted in that spot was was Justin Fields. Now, coming off of yesterday, it's it's a little bit different to say that, but I think he's going to have an awesome career, something that's better than Jalen Hurts. And then the other spot where the Eagles are, are severely lacking is linebacker, and Micah Parsons was selected, now playing the edge, but linebacker selected in the spot that they traded up uh, with the Cowboys. For I have him taking a linebacker tomorrow, Debo. Okay. There you go. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ready. Three overall, they take a linebacker. <laughs> they trade up to number one and take a linebacker. I'm not ready to write off Jalen Hurts. Yeah, well, especially right, well, not after this game because you're talking about. You right. know, sure he threw two interceptions, but the Cowboys defense has literally been doing that to every quarterback they played this season. Tom Brady threw two interceptions against this defense. Justin Herbert threw two interceptions against this defense. So it's not like. You know, Jalen Hurts went out there and threw six interceptions. The Cowboys defense, I think, is just unexpectedly good. And I'm not saying that Jalen Hurts is Tom Brady or Jay or uh, Breach is so used to giving moral victory pep talks. He's like, well, he didn't didn't throw throw six interceptions. Well, Well, I'm I'm just saying that Tom Brady and Justin Herbert both threw two interceptions against his defense. So take that, Jay. The Cowboys defense is better than we think. Yeah, no, that's right. I mean, Breach. But they're, the Eagles tw- did, did Jalen Hurts no favors. They're 22nd, the Cowboys defense, coming into this week, according to football outsiders. They will obviously improve. Right, so who did, who did Ryan have the Eagles taking his next mock draft? We'll tell you after the break. Ooh. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It's always, a, it's always an arm wrestle to get to a break with you guys. <laughs> I didn't see Debo drop it in the, in the notes. That's fine. Who'd you have the uh, Eagles taken? Who's the linebacker? Christian Harris, Alabama. I'll take an Alabama guy. <laughs> I'm saving on the Manning cast. <laughs> They're like, do you do you watch do you watch NFL games? He goes, no. I usually work from uh, it's like is it twelve to ten? I usually just grind on film in my office. <laughs> he goes, but from I have noon, from noon to ten p.m. Uh, noon to ten p.m. Okay, I was trying to. I, was, I didn't know if like he just a uh, night owl or something. Gotcha. No, no, he has responsible hours. They're not yeah. midnight to ten a.m. Yeah, you never um, know with that guy. He's crazy for sure. No, no, he's he he's like Tom Brady. He takes care of his body, man. Because he needs a bunch of guac and. Uh, Did he have bad lighting, Nick Saban on the? Oh, hard. did you not see it? it Look, like he was in a Vegas bat strip cave. club. A bat cave. Yeah, dude, did it was like per. He was in his. Remember the remember the uh, the NFL films where he and Belichick were. The, yeah, that was nice. Nice. No, he was lit. in the same room. Oh, he was up against this like camera where he was definitely watching film. It was this weird purple light, and it had no microphone. It was it was it was not good audio. I thought um, LeBron was terrible on the Manny cast. Yeah, I like Breach and I said last I love week, LeBron, but Stafford and Chris Long were good. As Breach and I noted last week, we're trying to do our job, so we're not in there indulging in the yes. Yeah, so are we going to work, Princeton? Celebrity talky talks. We're watching awning book- over the celebrities talking to the Mannings. Yeah, what, we're are watching- you, what, are, what are you doing for your job that's different than watching football? 
Because they're not talking. They're not doing the play-by-play. Like, I don't know which player's doing what. I don't need what. play-by-play. I watch football. Okay. Well, you need somebody to tell you something. Oh, look, Zach Ertz caught a football. Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. The guy whose last name is Ertz on his jersey caught a football. What do I you actually mean? watch on mute. Uh, I'll add that. Weird. That makes you a serial killer. Well, it makes it easier to follow everything, and I can track everything easier. I'm watching stats. I have a streams going so I can take screen grabs. There's a lot going on. I don't need the sound to bother me. That's I weird. was talking with a couple of coworkers that if your team is involved in the game, much less likely to watch the Manning cast. Oh, There's not much going on. Sure. Regular broadcast, but other weeks. That's right. It's a good I agree with that. Okay. Well, I mean. I don't have a team. I just, you know, no, you don't have journalist. No, he does have a team. He's suddenly on the Panthers bandwagon that they're Ooh, playing. Well, he rides bandwagons till they crash. And then he crawls off with a mangled leg to another bandwagon. <laughs> and then that one crashes. That's right. Princeton That's literally right. just jumps on bandwagons to crash him. This is him driving. I jump on the bandwagons. I crash them into walls. And then I sprint away to another bandwagon to crash that one into a wall. You stumble away because you, you got a concussion from running <laughs> to the wall. Yeah. He's in concussion protocol. Can't host the podcast for a week. At any rate, um, I, I, I don't know what the point was. Oh, do get here? You were talking about Nick Saban for some reason. We were getting oh, the, Saban had bad lighting. Somebody, yeah, Saban had bad, Saban had bad lighting and like a terrible microphone. But but he pointed out that he goes he goes yeah I don't really watch any NFL, but my assistant I think it's Linda. She every every week she like collates the performance of former Alabama players. Oh, that's nice. He goes by our last count we have seventy three Alabama players on on NFL rosters. He goes not all of them are active. Seventy three, and he didn't get there till two thousand seven. So it's not like he's been there for fifty years. <laughs> seventy three is insane. I just love the idea that this. Linda woman hands him a weekly report on how all these Alabama players played. Have you ever seen Miss Linda? He's too busy to watch NFL games. Have you ever seen Miss Linda? Miss Linda's like, she like, she, first of all, she, she's in like all the, all the Saban documentaries they do. I don't watch Saban documentaries. He calls her Miss Linda. I cover the NFL. He's a college coach. Rach watches documentaries on mute. (laughs) (laughs) He does. He watches, him on, tonight. he watches him on mute the first time, and then on the second time, he does Mr. Science Theater to them. <laughs> Makes me Maybe even weirder. watch football games on mute. That's weird. He's weird. That what is are you going to do? I mean, it's not mute. It's like the volume's on like two. How did, it's, like, uh, it's, like, it's like a whisper. How, yeah, did Game of, mute, how, how did Game of Thrones work out on mute for you? Better or worse? Well, I came up with the dialogue, so it was better in the final season. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I, uh, if, you're, if you're trying to figure out, wouldn't you divide total players on NFL rosters? By 73 would give you the percent of this. I can't be right. Is that right? There's no way Nick Saban has 23% of NFL. No, roster. that's that's not right. That 73 divided by 30. Oh, you know, he said they're not all active, right? But 73 divided by 32 tells you how many players per team are Alabama players. What is 2. that? 2.3. Yeah. So 2.3. That's a lot. Jalen Hurts count, transfers count. Yeah, I think the, so. the I NFL actually had a list at the beginning of the season of active players, and obviously this yeah, hurts the Oklahoma because they count Russell Wilson as uh, Wisconsin. But as of week one, Alabama had fifty three active players. That was number one. Ohio State was number two with forty seven. LSU was number three with forty six, and nobody else had more than forty. Okay, good stat. Fun fact. Fun fact. So, Diva, would you rather win the division at seven and ten? Yes. Yes. Or get two top five picks in the Colts tank too. 
I mean, oh, oh, threw me for a loop there. I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, didn't coming. see that coming, did you? I mean, we'll we'll talk. We have lots of time uh, to talk yeah, about this. Ryan, what, what's what's the quarterback like? What is this quarterback class? Because I want it like Jalen Hurts. We Nothing. have to remember, and they brought this up on the traditional broadcast. You know, this is his seventh start. He should be treated like some of these other rookies that we're evaluating. He didn't have the prestige of being a first-round pick, but he's a second-rounder that has showed some promise. And it's even worse. You had, had to, like, replace Carson Wentz, who... Right. Let's put won, him on that scale. On a Super Bowl ring in uh, in Philadelphia. I'll, I'll tell you this. Number one, the, the quarterback class is not great. And this troubles me because the Steelers need a quarterback, and they'll be picking pretty high if things continue to go in the direction they're going. You need, you need to take for one more year and get Devin Leary. So everyone's and, going to be bidding for Aaron Rodgers. And that's, I think there's going to be a lot of free agency conversations with the quarterbacks. Uh, number one, number two, in terms of Jalen hurts, if you compare Jalen hurts, final season, to Oklahoma to Spencer Rattler's season right now, Jalen hurts is going 50 picks before Spencer Rattler. Like it, it's not, it's not, it's probably closer than that, but I mean, there are a lot of questions about Spencer Rattler and there were fewer questions about Jalen hurts. Once he got to uh, Oklahoma in Lincoln Riley's offense, there obviously were some questions. He felt like a third round pick to me, but he obviously the, the uh, Eagles liked him in the second round. So Lincoln Riley's going to go to the SEC. Lincoln Riley was like, man, I should have taken that job in the NFL with the Cowboys. But I, I just think, like, if if your team, I was at the, I think I told you guys, I was at the Syracuse Liberty game on on Friday night, looking at Malik uh, Willis for Liberty, and I was talking to Scott and I after the game. He goes, man, I'm glad our team doesn't need a quarterback because th- there's some there's some slim pickings this year, and guys are going to get overdrafted, which is you know obviously what always happens. Yeah. So I mean, bad news for I you, Debo. Bad news for me. And Malik Willis is good, but he's not. He's not I mean, the top is Lamar Jackson. That's just not fair to him. No, he's not Lamar Jackson. He's not, not even close. He's, um, he, I don't know. He runs close to probably Justin Fields as a runner, but. I mean, Sam Howell got beat by 30, like 25 points. Yeah, here's who Sam Howell is. I was actually thinking about this uh, the a other day. Miss, when I, Trubisky? When I was driving, when I was driving to to Stanford, he is Jordan Love in Jordan Love's final year at Utah State. When every single person left the year before, uh, all the all the wide receivers, uh, the offensive line was completely new at Utah State. I know UNC has all their five linemen back, but they suck. They're not blocking anyone. He has no one to throw to. He has no one to hand the ball off to, and he's getting absolutely crushed. And he's not as good as Jordan Love. So Jordan Love went to the bottom of the first round. So just something to keep in mind. Yeah, he might know, not going top five right now. The the draft capital will be there for the Eagles. They have and the they might get the they number one pick. Debo. No, the Colts. The Colts. I'm, are look, I'm looking at their schedule right now. When's their next win? Is it before November? Oh no. I mean, I love how Breach is feeling himself Breach. as a Bengals fan. No, what what was supposed to be such an easy schedule has turned into you got the Panthers upcoming that are three and zero. You have the Raiders that are three. Breach is right. This is a problem. It's <laughs> it's not great. What gives me solace is the division solace. and the the Jets are that seventeenth game that has been added for the Eagles. So if I could pick any seventeenth game to be added. It's the Jets. Did you just say that gives me solace is the Jets are 17? Yeah, that's that's a win. Still got them on the schedule. Hey, so here's something that this is actually. Sorry, just for the record, here are the next six games for the Eagles. Oh, boy. Chiefs at home. Win. (laughs) They got it. Win, baby. Andy's ready to roll that score up. At Panthers, you can take the win if you want. It ain't going to be one. Buccaneers at home. At Raiders. At Lions. Chargers at home. At Broncos, Saints. I could be 0 and 6. What if they win all, all of those, though? That would be surprising. <laughs> 2 and 4. <laughs> 2 and 4. I think 2 and 4 is fair. Okay. 
what does that make y'all on the season? Look, tonight was bad. They played <laughs> three and seven. Uh, oh, now please. this is like the portion where it's just like too optimistic, Debo. But they they played forty five minutes last week against the 49ers as the better team. Like they for very sure. well could have won that game. Tonight was ugly. Cowboys clearly a better team. I'm not saying you know we're about to reel off eight straight losses. They need they need they need. The problem is like Brandon Brooks. And your boy, who's the left tackle? The Jordan Mailata. Jordan Mailata was tremendous last week and, and was a huge. And you lose Brandon Graham. Like and they lost their left guard tonight, Isaac Sayamalo. So losing three of five on the offensive line is is not it's, a good. It's formula. very similar to the Steelers in the sense that the Steelers need needed offensive line, the defensive line, excuse me, to be healthy and to put the pressure on other quarterbacks to win games. The Eagles were winning early in the trenches, and if. If you get injuries in the trenches, the Eagles are probably toast. Yeah, no Brandon Graham. I will give Ryan a shout-out for his Javon Hargrave praise that he gave me last year that was completely missing. He's playing like one of the best defensive tackles in awesome. football this year, but he left the game a little bit tonight. Fletcher Cox left for a little bit. The Cowboys equally kind of beat up on defense. I just kind of think it shows the depth and, and their young stars kind of stepping up, which the Eagles mm – -hmm. Do not have, and, and I'll speak real quickly while Trevon Diggs balling out for the Cowboys. Same can't be said for the Eagles' big-time acquisition of last year, Darius Slay. Uh, one good yeah. Kind of. It was 27. It was, under, it was horrifically underthrown. He swatted it. Like, right so, so the spot where you know I, I held out some hope, it's it's 27 to 14, either late third or early fourth, and McCarthy actually decides to go for it. Dak extends the play and, and Slay just loses Cedric Wilson. Yeah. And and that oh, oh the, the fourth by the goal line. Yeah. Oh. And that, the man, so you were watching the Mannings were like, what is this play? What are they doing? Thank God they have Dak Prescott, or else this is a nothing burger. And that's yeah. why that's why if you're an Eagles fan, you can hold out hope that Mike McCarthy might just screw this up. Now we spent the better part of this actually really literally. Hold on, let, I, well, I have one more thing to add. You interrupted me 20 minutes ago, and I never got a chance to. to <laughs> I was just trying to give the Cowboys some praise. Oh, uh, no, we gave them praise. Here's one thing to keep in mind. Uh, the Eagles might have three first-round picks. And Nick uh, Cesario, Casario, I think the other Cesario, Jeff Cesario is a comedian from like the 90s. Nick Casario uh, actually may end up having more leverage than he has now with Deshaun Watson because all like, no quarterbacks in the draft class. Deshaun Watson ain't playing. And if he doesn't, if he, if he's found not guilty in, I have no there's, idea. There's no, there's no guilty or not guilty in civil lawsuits for the record. Oh, uh, there's some criminal file. Charles, no, nothing, nothing filed. Nothing filed. Oh, okay. So whatever happens off the field and I don't know what's going to happen and I'm not judging just, it either just way. Politician, not a lawyer. That's right. That's a good, that's a good phrase to remember. Yeah. Uh, he is going to be in high demand. So Philadelphia, Miami were popular destinations uh, early in the summer. If if Deshaun Watson were to have his twenty something lawsuits settled off the field, and the Eagles had three first round picks, the Eagles Debo? could dramatically change how you perceive the Eagles. Debo, are you giving up those three first round picks for a Deshaun it's, Watson? It's, look, look at the wholesomeness in Debo's eyes. No, right? it's, it's, it's tough it's to bad. see how it it plays out. Um, but I I speculated kind of after they they traded back, acquired some more draft capital last year. I thought. That was totally in an effort to get Deshaun Watson. Things came up after that, but I think this team has been angling for Deshaun Watson for a while. They obviously can't make a move now, but that would not 
shock me in the least. So that's something to keep it up. I, I believe that Howie Roseman is and it, like Harry Roseman has clawed his way he, he, like sort of like uh Tim uh, uh God, what's his name but Charles Shank uh Andy Dufresne. He got locked in, he crawled his way out, <laughs> he was on top of the world, and now he's like, Oh boy, I don't want to go back to prison. So I am going to figure out some big splash. Trade Carson Wentz, get some first round picks, and now you trade for Deshaun Watson, it makes a lot of sense in the offseason. Jalen Hurst doesn't feel like the guy, but it, let's give let's give five minutes before we get out of here. The Cowboys are the Cowboys look good offensively. They look good. Kellen Moore, very good offensive coordinator. Here's the thing: Peter Principal, Kellen Moore, so he's hired just because he's great at calling plays and match going to be a great coach. I don't know, he, I'll tell you what you know what might happen. Oh yeah, he's gonna he's gonna pull he's gonna get Wade Phillips. That's right, baby. He's gonna get he's gonna Jason Garrett. Mike McCarthy. It's just by the happy. way, it's Wade happy. Phillips used to wear that big puffy jacket too, and saw what happened to him. I thought Wade Phillips is a good head coach for the Cowboys. He got a, yeah, he screwed. he got he got the Jack Del Rio treatment. <laughs> you know, we we did talk about whether or not the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC East. I think we probably all agree right now they are. But are they one of the best teams in the NFC overall? No. I mean, they went toe to toe with the Buccaneers in Week One. They beat a very good Chargers team on the road. Breach, where do they rank on the on your personal power rankings? On the breach. Breach bot 3000 scale. They are the third best team in the NFC. That's terrible. That is completely and wholly terrible. Go ahead. What are the Where do you guys have them? You have the Bengals. Uh, I would put them behind the Bucks, the Rams, the 49ers, and the Packers. So I have them fifth. That's not a big difference. Cardinals. That's a pretty big difference. Cardinals. I would too. That's a good question. I, I trust Cliff Kingsbury less than I trust Mike McCarthy. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Cliff wow. Kingsbury. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 actually I I have them fourth. Question. So did the, did the Cardinals beat the tar out of the the, uh, the Cowboys last year? They did on Monday last year. Yeah, that was with Andy Dalton. With Andy Dalton in his first game where they looked like they didn't even get him ready for the game. That was the same week that Ryan predicted nine and seven. Just hours before that game kicked hours. off. Hours. That's not right. Yes. No, it was on Thanksgiving. Because that was at my parents' house. No, it was not Thanksgiving. Cowboys and Cardinals did not play on Thanksgiving. Breach it was the same. I, know, I, 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 I guarantee you. On Thanksgiving. Oh, well, I, it, that was the week Ryan picked nine and seven. So it was early in the season. I think it was the first game that Dalton played. Yeah, put your uh, put your put your top three of the NFC in the comments on YouTube. Who you got? Rich got Rich got one vote from our buddy Clarence Yee. Yes, also. Clarence on the same page. I, I, I do think the Cowboys are better than we gave him credit for. But Mike McCarthy will be their death. I don't yeah, think unquestionably. Like that's going to happen in the playoffs. Okay, Breach, you had them ranked third in the NFC. Where does Mike McCarthy rank on your NFC coaching rankings? Sixteenth. There it is. Is that how many teams are in the NFC? Sixteen. Yeah. So, so you have maybe fifteenth. Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> <laughs> he's sixteenth. Uh, he's probably ahead of Joe Judge. And would you at, trade? Would you trade Zach Sirianni McCarthy right now? No. If I'm the Bengals, you'd rather have Zach Taylor. Hundred <laughs> percent. Thank you, Ryan. Oh, he missed. He missed. Oh. I, I be, Zach Taylor than Mike McCarthy? Zach yeah. Taylor's in first place in the in a tougher division. So just to be clear, Breach, you think that Mike McCarthy, you think the Cowboys are a top three team in the NFC, but you think that Mike McCarthy's worse than Zach Taylor? I said I would rather have Zach Taylor than Mike McCarthy. I, I, it's, it's You've been it's, caught, my friend. <laughs> would you rather have Dan Campbell? Or would you rather or have Devo? <laughs> What are you flailing, Diva? Zach like, Taylor. Oh, I want to get a round table, Ryan. Hey, Diva, round Taylor. paper scissors. Who'd you rather have? I, I would say Zach Taylor. 
There, there you is. go, Brenton. I don't think he's three to one. Then why do you? Then you can't justify Cowboys as your third best team in the NFC if you think Zach Taylor's better than friggin' Mike McCarthy. Yes, he absolutely can. Why? They're so talented they can overcome their coaching. Is that, Zach Taylor? If Zach Taylor the coached the Cowboys, they'd be the second best team in the NFC. <laughs> That's so, yeah, I, so. Who are your top three breach? Uh, Rams, Bucks, Cowboys. Is that right? You if, you, if you pin breach down and make him actually give you facts, <laughs> you can't do it. Well, I mean, it's the Rams that won, and then the Buccaneers beat the Cowboys. I just, I'm not sold on them, so I would say Rams, Packers, Cowboys. Okay. And Buccaneers at four. Well, just to be clear, you have the Buccaneers behind the Cowboys. Yeah, this isn't college football where you just automatically. <laughs> the, the, the Packers lost. You don't watch to, college football, Bruce. The Packers lost thirty-eight to three to a team. I'm not going to move them down the tenth behind the Saints because they got smoked in one game. Dang. Wait, what do the Saints have to do with this? I don't know what the Cowboys. Well, they, you're they asking the why Packers. the Buccaneers are ahead of the Cowboys when the Cowboys Look, lost to the Buccaneers, and I'm giving, I'm giving you an example. I'm giving right. you an example. Clearly, the. The Cowboys are ahead of the Buccaneers. What breach Jerry, Jerry Jones has actively reactivated the breach bot. Is that breach bot has been reactivated. Third best team. They're hey, moving up to after, they beat, after they beat the Panthers on Sunday. They're going to move up. Everyone, <laughs> when do you move up from three to what? Two, one. There's yeah. two spots there. Because you beat the Panthers. Everyone knows Dak Prescott is better than Tom Brady. <laughs> are we done here? I want to I want to loop you guys in just for a moment okay. into some Philly talk. Oh, okay. so Nick Sirianni, or Ben Simmons, please God no. <laughs> um, Ryan's like who's Ben Simmons? Now I'm all. Ryan's now like, I'm you all. see the guy who runs the ringer? <laughs> yeah, that's the the BS pod. I listen. I love it. <laughs> now I'm all frazzled. He <laughs> um, got him all discombobulated. Nick Sirianni wore this this shirt that said "Beat Dallas." I'm fine with that. Oh, the, the Cowboys base, tweeted out. Is super split on, oh. you know, is he pandering? Should he do that? Should he not? Like, as pretend it was Tomlin or, or Zach Taylor or. Wait, wait. Nick Sirianni before the game? Last, yeah. Late last week, Thursday or Friday at practice. He wears it. You know, it's it's a ballsy move. You know, they win. He's week it's three. Like, he's already like, here in the city. Sydney Lowe showed up to the Dean Dome oh wearing like a red City blazer. <laughs> <laughs> like Roy Williams is like, well, I'm going to end your career in life, and and sure enough, he did. Right. Yeah. Obviously, he's not uh, Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni not fearful of of Mike McCarthy. But I have no Nick issue. Sirianni even it. a Philly guy? No, but the issue with I think some of the fan base is that he's trying too hard to like assimilate. Yeah. Him. Last week before the game, he was wearing an Iverson uh, like T-shirt jersey oh, on I the see. field before sure the game. Yeah, a sure. Well, the concern isn't that he was trolling the Cowboys. The concern is that he's he's trying too hard. He might be a poser, right? Yeah, Without results so far, you know, one and two records so gotcha. far, and, and, and the offense has sucked the last two games. Correct. Yeah. So what if he dresses up like Rocky next week? Will that make you like him more <laughs> or less? That, there's that's next. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, you got boxing gloves on. Puts like, a GoPro on and gets shirtless and like American and, and, and eats a cheesesteak during the press conference. Yeah. No that that would annoy me. Like the without the wins. And, like, and, and, and then week five he dresses up as Ben Franklin. <laughs> and then Ben Simmons. There it is. Ooh. Full circle. There we go. But the thing is, like, what if you're winning, Meek Mill. Oh, I was. I'm shocked. You just. Oh my god! You you you're shocked. I know who Meek Mill is. Yeah. <laughs> if you're winning, you can, if you're winning, you can do that. If you're if you're not winning, it's it's highly annoying. Correct. Especially in it's, a city where there's very little tolerance for foolishness. 
I think he'll reconsider next time around when the Eagles play the Cowboys later in the season, unless this uh, things get turned well, around from the past two weeks. You, you do know what the Cowboys tweeted out after the game, right? You've seen that. I can imagine social teams no, 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 the are Cowboys, very quick the Cowboys, with that. I see. I didn't know the Sirianni thing. I was like, why did the Cowboys tweet this? Cowboys tweeted out a picture of the shirt and then wrote "buy" in big letters. So it said "beat by Dallas." Yeah, that's just and that's not bad. You that's you put your, I like him putting himself out there. You know, he he knew that if they lost by one or by twenty, there would be this kind of consequences. Yeah, if you lose by one, people would be like, "All right, I love the moxie." You lose by right. twenty, and your offense sucks. And I would even go so far as to say that remember when Freddie Kitchens wore the Pittsburgh started it shirt to the movies with his daughter? That's more uh, like wholesome, folksy, if you will. Then he's at least like going out and like in the pe- like Sirianni's at practice where he knows he's, he feel like he's trying too hard. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're being compared to Freddie Kitchens, you're already behind the eight ball. Like, <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, fair point. Fair hey, point. Hey, I just did what I hate about uh, sports talk radio. And, and that's the type of conversation that is. No, no. But but for a Philly Dallas rivalry with a first year coach, when both teams are kind of in it, like three point game, three point spread, you don't know who's going to win. We, we people. Th- People thought the Eagles were going to win. A lot of people better the Eagles. Looking at it this and, way, Debo, this is the first time they took Nick Sirianni doing what he did for me to compliment Freddie Kitchens. That's who your coach is. <laughs> and we know, we know, Mike McCarthy would not wear a beat Philly shirt. No, I don't know what that says about him. But he would wear a he would wear a, a giant North Face Dallas Cowboys. He'd wear uh, he'd wear snow eat, shirt. To he'd the, wear to eat the, Philly shirt. Miami when he plays up there to sweat his. I heard that, Ryan. Thank you. It's hard to get him in. Well, <laughs> oh, shut up. You get everything in you want. Um, the, the problem is husband of the year, Will Brinson. <laughs> what did you say? Did husband you? of the year, Will Brinson. Shut up. You get everything you want. Shut up. You say whatever you want. Um, the problem is Sirianni. If you take the Eagles' job, you shouldn't draw unnecessary attention to yourself. Just. Uh, did Doug Peterson draw unnecessary attention to himself, Debo? No, not until the Super Bowl when he just had big balls. Doug Peterson ran Philly special. And it was Andy Reid was before. Is that, there's no one in between. And Andy Reid was not. Uh, Chip Kelly. Oh, wow. Chip Kelly drew unnecessary attention to himself. He sure did. Yeah. Strong start. Not a great finish. It's, it's again, like I'm not trying to talk about NC State, but it, it's the no, same sort of fan base. It's this yeah. outlandish, yeah. high expectation fan base. Except that the Eagles win. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, okay, yeah, I'll do, you can do. You beat a terrible, you beat a terrible Clemson team, and suddenly you're you're the New England Patriots. Oh, yeah, we're peacocking, baby. Uh, the, the point being is that you're you don't need to unnecessarily draw the attention of the fan base. Just run a good offense, play close games with Dallas, try to beat them. You don't need to be peacocking around in a beat Dallas shirt. He was a peacock. He was at practice, or he was at the uh, press. That's conference. you're you're wearing a beat Dallas. Shirt. I'm I'm curious, like what players would think of something like that. Are they inspired by their coach, or like ah, oh, this is a little corny? Like let's let's just have a good offensive game plan. I think right. it's like 50, 50 but it it's getting photographed and being put on NFL Network. But that Cowboys, might that Cowboys might work in shit. might work in college, but I don't. It's, yeah. When you start when you're working with thirty year olds, they might be like, yeah, all right. Let's start it down feels, a bit. Can you imagine solid. Bill Belichick showing up in a like beat beat the Jets shirt? Come on. I actually I can. He wore it to the press conference where he resigned from the Jets. He just wrote <laughs> a cocktail napkin, turned it in and left. Like, you just don't that that's Bill out. 
and it also and, and Sirianni already had the previous like public red flags of the the rock papers. I mean, I, I yeah, I don't think they're a big deal, but when you start adding them up, you're just drawing attention to yourself. You don't need to draw attention to. Where's he from? He's Frank Reich's right hand man from. He went to Southwestern Central High School. Where is that? Oh, he, he New York. He's the Chargers, where he was quarterbacks coach for my boy Philip Rivers. He was OC in Indianapolis. Oh, he he's from down the down the street. How about that? From Jamestown, New York. He is also yeah. like uh, our boy Brandon Staley in L.A., who got his start as the Division Three college coach. Okay, now, I was um, just wondering, like, if he was at like Mount a- Union. Fun fun fact about uh, Nick Sirianni. Breaches in his living room right now. Mm. Oh, See, three guys got to stick together. Oh, it's coming from inside the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but if things he's from, I think it would have been Union, right? And then IUP. Mm. All right, Nick. Just wear just wear team issued shirts just, from now on. Just an IUP for those who don't know is like Indiana. an F. Andy Reid T-shirt. <laughs> Indiana <laughs> University, okay. Pennsylvania. There you go. You got it in. I got it. Anything else, Diva? About the Eagles? You can, you can do whatever you want, Diva. It's your show. Oh, he's got more. Go ahead. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. So oh, where are you? I, I did not. The I did not want to uh, come off a twenty-point loss <laughs> and enter a game versus Andy Reid's Chiefs after they are one and two. Oh. Things might not get prettier next week. Ooh, where's where's that, that game? Oh, wait, wait. Where's the line of that game? Philadelphia. And it it was six, but I don't know if that's oh, going to no, change no. after the three. You got to bet, be. bet the Chiefs right now. Double digits. I'm making the line nine and a half. That's too low. Higher. You think so? It was six and a half before this game. Well, I, I gave you three points, and it's in Philly. Although, those fans are going to turn on. The Chiefs on. were minus six and a half in Philly before tonight's game. I know. I, I went to nine and a half. That's, that's a pretty significant swing. <laughs> you just said it wasn't enough. I would say it's not enough to prevent me from betting it. That's what I mean. Yeah. That right. Exactly. I thought it was a lot, but you still seem hell bent on taking the cheese. It moved up to seven and a half. Go there and light light the Eagles on fire. It moved up to seven and a half. What about this? Twelve and a half. No. Uh, I mean, I would if it was like plus two ten, I would take it. I I mean, I'm I'm looking at a book that updated at eleven thirty seven p.m. tonight, and it still had Chiefs minus six and a half. You should jump all over that. Put a yeah, a couple of years down for all of us, Diva. Except the Chiefs are like two and fourteen against the spread. Exactly. The That's right. Daring. Did you watch the Eagles tonight? Did you watch the Chiefs defense? Taylor Hurts is going to just run around. And well, that would require actual rushing attempts. The problem is they didn't run the ball. You see, breach. Got it. That change. is true. That is a problem. All right. So, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to ask Diva where he where he is uh, on his. Um, Frustration scale with the Eagles because I would imagine, you know, the Carson Wentz, the end of the Carson Wentz era, he wasn't happy about that. Is he just resigned to his fate or is he? He looks like a 7.5. I'd say it's a three and a half. Yeah, the last 18 months have not been fun. (laughs) It's a long stretch. <laughs> yeah, it's like as you get further and further away from to a long-term relationship, do that. <laughs> further and further away from 2017, it's like, all right, like these these losses, especially to Dallas, hurt like more than like losing the year after. Uh, to Dallas hurt. So panic level is is not you, you know me, optimistic 
um, seven and a half until they're mathematically good. eliminated. But the frustration is up there. I want them to have a quarterback. Oh boy. I want them to have a competent coach. I thought they probably made the right move, but I thought at this time last year that they had the right pair court coaching quarterback for, uh, the foreseeable future. And that didn't pan out. I, I will say this. The Carson Wentz trade looks very smart for the Eagles. I guess. I mean, they're You're not, not winning football games, but I mean, what's the no, maybe like that? Like so the Colts, the Colts are, the Colts are going to do something stupid with Carson Wentz. I wrote about that today. in sort of Sunday pile. They're going to 100% try to make the playoffs, play him in 70 plus percent of snaps or 70, 70% of snaps plus playoffs or, 75% of the snaps and no playoffs. Right. And the Eagles get the first round pick. And the Colts So play, wait, the Colts, if he if he plays 68% of the snaps and they go to the playoffs, he you don't get the pick. You get a second round pick. Gotcha. But 75% of snaps, no playoffs. Right. I mean, that might be that could, like right now it's the third pick. But he's started he's played every snap so far, right? Uh, I, I did the math. It's uh, I mean, 3.5%, I think. Yeah, okay. yeah, Easton came on last week. So oh, it's yeah, but I feel like if you get mathematically eliminated, you just say, sorry, Carson Benchy. We're not losing the first-round pick. Yes, the pace, but, you're, the pace they're but, on. but you're in the AFC South, where it's very difficult okay. to get mathematically eliminated. But they're 0-3. Right. If, yeah, if, if, if Frank, you're lined Frank, up, Frank you have a top five. Great latest neck out for Carson Wentz with Chris Ballard, who doesn't give up draft picks. If Chris Ballard it feels like, he, I mean, well, it's, he it's traded a first situation. round pick to San Francisco the year before, so he does give him draft picks. Wait, what'd you say? He sent a first round pick to San Francisco the year before for DeForest Buckner. I mean, that's well, you just said he doesn't give up draft picks. He gives up draft picks. I mean, not, I mean, not for like nothing. Carson Wentz is a no ankled mofo who's like uh, looking around. And, right. You just hate Carson Wentz. We don't need this slander. <laughs> slander. It's not slander is just facts. Debo, what is the Eagles' final record going to be? Predict or, right now, and I have another. I have a follow up. Can oh, this boy. podcast go longer? You don't even, don't even put an S on your lips. Questions. Don't even put an S on your lips, Debo. <laughs> a seven and ten. Oh, oh my god! All right, my follow up question, which I think now I know the answer because you're clearly smoking crack. Who Are wins more games? <laughs> <laughs> Who wins more games? The Eagles or the Steelers? Ooh, Eagles. Team on the east side of the state. I do the Eagles. Ooh. Crappy division. That's a fun question. Steelers are terrible. Did you see this game on Monday night? Yeah. Did you? You you got blasted by a John Breach fire hose on Sunday. Oh. I don't. I don't appreciate that vision. Oh. Oh. Fire Marshal Bill got you with the fire hose. That's Breach's second dunk in five years. Congratulations, Breach. Say hot. <laughs> I'm short, man. I'm not used to dunking. <laughs> I I would if I if I would say the Eagles are minus one twenty five, Steelers are plus one fifteen for most wins, miss wins in the season. I think you know uh, Debo's eighteen months into his thing. I think I'm in month like one of my eighteen yeah, month journey. Like several titles and yeah. yeah, I'm fine with it. I've accepted it, and I'm actually, You're always I'm, good. I mean, here's the thing: like I'm happy for Breach now. Give it a month when he's such a d bag that I'm going to just be passive aggressively hoping that team loses every single game. By the way, the Chiefs. Uh, as I pointed out in Slack, minus 114 to win the AFC West. Love the Chiefs. Love I mean, don't you have to bet that? I was on them last night. No one wanted to listen to me. No, I, I, minus 120 or, I mean, minus 130 or better. I'm betting them. Love them. It's probably going to backfire. I mean, the Chargers are like <laughs> four to one, but the Chiefs, hit, the Chiefs hit like just 
essentially the how same much fun is it? How Sorry, much fun is it to keep betting the Chiefs? Why would you, I mean mix it up? Have some fun with the Chargers. See if something different happens. Or just if you bet if you bet, let's say you want to bet the Titans against the spread this week minus seven and a half. It's minus one ten. It's mm. it's four cents cheaper than just betting the Chiefs to win the division. You're just betting on Patrick Mahomes to be better than Derek Carr, Teddy Bridgewater, and Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Raiders at plus five fifty, wherever they were. That's uh, yeah. Don't get long numbers. Everyone bet the Chiefs. If the Man. Chiefs are near even money, bet the Chiefs. I think spice it up and bet the Chargers. That's all I'm saying. Really spice, spice it up, it up and bet the Chargers. You spice it up. You need to go not spice it up. You could just bet the other three teams, and as long as the Chiefs don't win, you guarantee yourself a profit. Breach Bland Brinson says bet the Chiefs. He sounds like Sean Wagner McBleep here. (laughs) Bet the Chiefs. Guys, just take an obvious bet. (laughs) That's what you used to say to McBleep all the time. It's the obvious buy low. You're buying the Chiefs at the lowest possible point. But do you hear what Breach just said, Wilson? He goes, bet the other three teams as long as the Chiefs don't win, you're guaranteed to win money. He's not wrong. That's called math, Brinson. You want three teams or one team? All right, all right. Let's do a bet. You want to do a bet? No. Oh God! I thought you I'll play the say- Chiefs minus one fourteen. I'll give you all three other teams. You know what's funny is the last time I had a bet like this was with RJ, and I won the bet. <sighs> so maybe I should. That's maybe not funny, by the way. You didn't say what the bet was. It the was the AFC South. He took the Colts, and I got the other three teams. Okay. Do you want to take the bet or not? I Cannot guess. involve shaving hair. Okay. Oh God! Have- I'll in for that. Cannot Sh- involve shaving. Shave oh, our beard. Yeah, you can't shave, shave the beard. Uh, yeah, beard? Yeah, I'll, I'll shave my beard. <laughs> no, no, not shave the beard. You have to, you have to do the Abe Lincoln. Just save the mustache <laughs> off, leave the beard for two I weeks. I like that move. I like that move. I two weeks I did in high school was the uh, beard, no, no mustache. Yeah, the chin strap. I can see that. All right, let's get out of here. Talking about you, stupid yeah. facial hair. We'll talk about. I, I want to make sure this podcast is longer than Sunday night's podcast. Well, that well, that, that won't happen with me. I'll be asleep, and That's Wilson right. will be dead. <laughs> he can't stay up. Should we make it a better now? Yeah, we can make the bet. All right, wait, twenty bucks. Oh, we're betting money or beard shaving? I mean, beard shaving is yeah. kind of... No, you see the Abe Lincoln. All right. Uh, oh, no, no. We got to do, do a, a stupid goatee. Oh, no, you already have a goatee. Never mind. All right, so... Oh! Uh, <laughs> oh ho, ho. Um, I goatee. I'm just kidding. Your, your, your beard looks great. You got to shave a uh, Fu Manchu. Loser shaves a Fu Manchu. What is wrong with the Abe Lincoln? I think the Abe Lincoln is sufficiently stupid Lincoln? looking. No mustache beard? Yeah. Or like the Wolverine chops. You have to grow them out. Oh, the just Wolverine. Straight. Oh, actually, here's the bet. I get Chiefs. You get the other three AFC West teams. The or loser. We can, just, we can just do twenty to bucks. That's fine. Whatever Wilson wants into their facial hair. And I won't. I won't wait. wait I won't mess around and not. Hold no, but my there's bargain. an extra layer to this because if Wilson, if like if you f Wilson with a tattoo, he might make you do like double lamb chops with lightning bolts. But he won't even do that part. He won't even do the lazy man's part of getting That's the tattoo. That's a free bet. It's a facial hair bet for a week. Shave yeah, whatever man. Wilson wants into your facial hair for a week. Deal. And. Somebody yes. and and I have to send you beer if you win. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll take that. You, you, <laughs> thank you. What is this like a FanDuel bonus? This guy's a this guy's <laughs> the worst gambler sure, ever. Sounds good, man. <laughs> All right. Is that deal? Uh, virtual, virtual. Yeah, the shake? beard part. The beard part. Virtual shake. There we go. You All right. Wilson gets to pick some stupid facial design, facial hair design for you or me. I will be prepared. Unlike breach with the tattoo art. And Wilson's gonna have like lightning bolts or like ram horns for me. That's gonna be awesome. All right, so that's the deal. I get Chiefs, you get the other three teams. Got it. 
Come on, Chargers. Got it. Raiders. Raiders. I'm all a picture of, of Ryan Finley in the breaches. Uh, all right. Get me out of here for this hits an hour. Devo, sorry for your loss. You're handling it. I wouldn't say well, but you you look fine. Um, see you guys.